This is Annie Grace, and you're listening to this Naked Mind podcast, where without judgment, pain, or rules, we explore the role of alcohol in our lives and culture. Hi, this is Annie Grace, and I am answering readers' questions. And today I have a question from Sharon. Sharon says, I use alcohol to keep myself being a nice wife and mother. I know the end result after a few glasses of wine or in the morning when I'm hungover, this is not the case, but I also know that this is such a big driver of mine. It's a belief that I need to address. I guess what I'm saying is I'm scared of being my true self with them as that the true self is ratty and scared of intimacy, so I use wine to help with this. So this is a great question, Sharon. I think a lot of times we are afraid of what's on the other side because we don't know what's on the other side. The only thing we know of and that we're familiar with is how we feel when we're depriving ourselves of something we want. So when we believe that alcohol is helping parenting or helping our relationships or helping our sex lives, then when we don't allow ourselves to do it, we go into those situations thinking this would be better with a drink. And this is miserable without a drink. And those sorts of thoughts mean that we never actually give ourselves the opportunity to experience it without that already judgment in our mind of how it's going to be or not be. So that's a big important part here is that you need to give yourself the chance and the opportunity to experience things and go into them and say, this might not be great, but it might, but I need to give myself the chance. And we can't give ourselves the chance when we continue to drink when we're too afraid of what's on the other side. We have to be able to like let go of this one thing in order to experience this other thing. And that's just true over and over and over again. Now, here's going to be a little bit of tough love for me, okay? So I want you to think about what makes you a good mom? Like what are the characteristics that you think, and I would take some time to do this, makes you a good mother. And I came up with a few myself, like being present, being reliable, being healthy so that I can be there for my kids for the long term and be active with them, having enough energy to do the things that need to be done, um, service, smiling, being happy. And so I want you to think through all of those things and say, okay, does alcohol add to these things in my life or not? And you might think, well, of course, I, I smile more after a few drinks. But here's the thing. How much of your parenting time are you actually spending in that kind of tipsy drunk state? You know, it's it's very little because how alcohol works, and I talk about this a lot, but it's worth repeating here, is that for one drink, your blood alcohol content can rise for 20 to 30 minutes. And during that rise, that is when you have the nice feelings. That's when the euphoria, the tipsiness kick in, right? But then you have two to three hours of a decline for that very same drink. And when your blood alcohol is declining, that's when you feel depressed, anxious. That's when cortisol is released in your body. That's when you start to feel bad. So you're trading a few minutes of perceived happiness for hours and hours of actually feeling grumpier and less upset. And you said it in your question. You said, I know when I'm hungover, it's not it's not as good and I'm not as good of a parent. And, and that's just the case is that the amount of time you're actually spending in that kind of sweet spot of drinking, and this is neurologically and physiologically true, is very, very little compared to the amount of time that alcohol actually brings your mood way, way down and makes everything worse and harder. So think about all the things that make you a good mom and make you a good wife and then ask yourself for every single one, is alcohol actually adding this to my life? And my dogs are going crazy, so apologies for that. That's a, that's a live video for you. Um, but then I also want you to think about something else. Like, 
you said you think alcohol makes you a better wife and mother, right? You said, um, I use alcohol to keep myself being a nice wife and mother. I want to ask you, would your kids agree with this? And would your, your spouse agree with this? Would it, it, you're using your family, and this is a little tough love again, as an excuse to drink. And imagine that the situation was reversed. Imagine that you saw your mother and you started to be worried about your drinking or you saw your husband and you started to be worried about his drinking. And they said, well, I do it for you. I do it because it makes me nicer to you. I mean, imagine how that would make you feel. Imagine how frustrated you would be if you saw somebody you love doing something that was harmful for their body and for their mind and for their psyche because of you. And, and using your family as an excuse to drink is, um, it's just so kind of counter to the reasons that actually you want to move past this. You know, if there's things that you really need to address, like intimacy is an interesting one because as women, a lot of studies show that in order to be really intimate, we need to feel emotionally safe. So that's not necessarily physically safe. Obviously, we need to feel that too, but we need to feel emotionally safe. And if you're not feeling that way, alcohol will take that need to feel that away because it, it lowers our inhibitions. That's why people get in really dangerous situations. That's why, you know, date rape in college with alcohol involved is just through the roof is because that need to feel emotionally safe for women goes away when they've had a few drinks and for men, the need to be, um, you know, it, it's just a, a, it's not men's fault. It's not women's fault. It's like this whole big cocktail of a disaster when it comes to alcohol and sex and especially rape. But a big part of it is because on both sides of the equation, it lowers, it lowers that, you know, threshold of, of what we need to feel good about to enter into an intimate relationship. So for some reason, those things aren't there. You know, you might really want to look at that and think about that. But, um, not being able to necessarily connect or something without alcohol is something that that you should should explore because knowledge like that is a gift because what happens on the other side of knowledge like that is you actually finding really true connection because you don't have it right now if you're just using alcohol to become intimate or alcohol to be a good parent you're robbing yourself and your family of true good connections. But if you can get through the discomfort, stop using your family as an excuse and move into the point where you're like, okay, it might be a bit of an adjustment, but I'm going to address why I don't feel comfortable being a mother or being a, um, a good wife without alcohol. At that point, that is where life becomes magical. Because at that point, you start to develop real connections. You think you're doing them a favor because you think in the short term, well, I'll just be friendlier. Or I'll, I'll want to have more sex. So I'll just drink. But really you're stealing from them and you because you're not allowing yourselves and each other to actually have the bonds that mean something because you're using alcohol to glue together a bond and alcohol is just not a reliable glue. So I would just say, you know, Really give this some thought. I know there's probably a lot of information in this video, but using your family as an excuse, um, you know, it's, we always come up with the next excuse. That's how it is. And then when all those excuses topple down, then we're finally ready to look at, okay, this might actually be an addiction. And then we're finally to look at that and look at, okay, there's something, you know, psychologically, physically, neurologically happening inside my body that's keeping me here then we're really able to find freedom. So it's great to topple down all these excuses. So thank you so much, Sharon, for this question, and I hope you have a wonderful day.
Hi, I'm so excited, you guys, because we are just about to start another live alcohol experiment. And if you do not know about the alcohol experiment, you need to literally drop everything right now and go to thisnakedmind.com forward slash LAE. That's LAE for live alcohol experiment. And here's the thing. This 30-day challenge is designed to interrupt your patterns and put you back in touch with the best version of you. You know it's that version that's living the most joyful life, that version that doesn't need alcohol to relax or have a good time and that version that's having more fun and is more peaceful than ever again it's a 30-day challenge it's live it's starting on the first so hurry up go to thisnakedmind.com forward slash lab and as always rate review and subscribe to this podcast as it truly helps the message reach somebody who might need to hear it today